Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex. One, two, one, two, three, five, twelve, eight, four, seven, point, six, three. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. I am your host, Bot Simpson. Just kidding. I am Homer. You are Homer. <laughs> I am Greg, a.k.a. Crazy Greg, a.k.a. Pooh Bear, and we are joined by Krusty, I mean Sideshow, I mean... I'm more of like a, like a Maggie. A Maggie? Hi, Maggie. Hi. Hi, a Maggie. (laughs) What's up? Who you? Who you? Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. How are you? I'm alright. Um, so this intro count was, uh, was dedicated to you. To me. To you. This this actually relates to you. It does. Because uh, 847.63. Uh, yeah. We are going to turn that into dollars and cents. Okay. And $847.63. Oh, boy. Is how much Maggie rings up. How weird is that? That I just said on the Maggie. Episode. And that number is on the register. Because Mac Ronan, the creator, says that that was the monthly cost of raising a child in 1989. Oh, wow. And since you were 15 days old. when 16 the Sim- days 16 old. days old mm-hmm. when The Simpsons premiered. Yep. That's how much you would cost Whoa. to raise. Sorry, Mom and Dad. So, well, and just think. Actually, it's worse now. Yeah, $847.63 <laughs> to raise a child in 1989. Right. That was over $10,000 a year right. to raise a child then. So what like is... Like over $20,000 to raise twins. Yeah. That's Imagine crazy. That. So what would it be today? Oh, man. Forget it. I feel <laughs> bad for parents today. Right? Jeez. <laughs> we feel for you out there if you're a parent and listening. Um, the other intro numbers, the, the easy one would have been 742 Evergreen Terrace. Right. Which is where the Simpsons reside. Okay. In Springfield. And since you, you do the fun facts every other episode. You're, you're like filled with them right now. And I'm doing it. a fun fact for for the first ever official Anything Goes podcast in 2021. Ooh, yeah. Um, Matt Groening chose Springfield. Mm-hmm. Well, so, you know, he said in an interview, mm-hmm. which if he said it, I'm sure it's true. <laughs> Um, Springfield was one of the most common names for a city in the United States. And he okay. felt like that when people would watch The Simpsons, they'd be like, oh, Springfield. Either A, they were from Springfield. Or like, so oh, common. that's down the road. Yeah, or it's like so close to them, they'd be like, oh my goodness, we've actually The Simpsons seen live right near us. Driving, we've actually been like, oh, look, Springfield. We've right. actually seen that exactly. before. So, so uh, smart. So, yeah, so that, that was, was smart, like marketing on his right. part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, so, so can we put macaroning aside for one minute? Uh, yeah. And talk about like the real MVP? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so, uh, oh my goodness. So, well, real quick, we've been doing a lot of episodes right. based around your interests and your likes. Yes. And this, this is, is another one. There. Yeah, I'll say this is another one of yours. Right. I think it's like a mix. It is. Yeah. Because it's part Disney. It's like our childhoods yeah. combined. Yeah. But um, lots of Simpsons. Yeah. And this is Bill Morrison. That's right. Uh, What's up, Bill? Goodness. <laughs> um, it is crazy insane to think what he's done in his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, we spoke to him for an hour. And uh, my favorite part of the interview... Mm-hmm. We're going to get into the, obviously you're going to hear the whole thing, right. but <laughs> my favorite thing is that he said that he's listening to the Anything Goes podcast yes, with Greg and Alex. He did. And uh, I mean, his his life mm-hmm. was to bring like joy and entertainment of and course, smiles yeah. to the entire world. Mm-hmm. And he said that our podcast is entertaining and funny. And Aye. And this man like lives it. entertaining and funny. Right. So he's either like, I either he's a great liar. <laughs> either he's being super nice, <laughs> yeah. or, or we're he, doing a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, or, or he knows his stu- you know good stuff, mm-hmm. and, and that's great. Um, I'll so, take either one. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> right. But uh, either way, he was great. He is great, mm-hmm. and you're gonna hear he talks so much, so much different things too. Yeah. From um, his time working on illustrating some stuff with the Beatles. Right. Which is what? That's um, insane. Yeah. And then also, obviously, The Simpsons he gets into and all the arcade stuff he does. Mm-hmm. And his own magazine, Bongo Comics. Yeah. His own comic magazine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, Bill, this is, uh, this is a great interview. Thank you so much for... Uh, for taking the time. And uh, one other thing that he did say that... All right, so you have the 1989 mm-hmm. in common with The Simpsons. Right. And something I guess I have in common with him. Mm-hmm. Well, something we have in common is that he loves paranormal stuff. Yes. So all the haunted house stuff. Well, you, you, you actually love don't that lo- more. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, say, yeah. You actually hate paranormal stuff, but you love like why? Only because you brought it into our house. No, I didn't. And now they live You're with us. You're just paranoid. That is why. It's been so long since we had anything happen in this house. Right. Way to way to call them and taunt them. Because they understand. Way to do it. That we're you know um, we're scared. So yeah. So what I would have in common with him mm-hmm. is that he says his wife is a voiceover actor or actress, okay. and my wife is a podcast. Voice, voice actress. actress. <laughs> so, okay. So we We're have both, that. We both use our voice yeah. to entertain. Except I'm sure his wife has made a little bit more money than you have. A little bit. Doing, <laughs> I think a little bit. But doing what hey, she maybe does. we have just as much fun. Maybe. That's possible. Maybe. I do have fun. All right. Let's get into this interview because it. <laughs> uh, it's so great. Um, listen to it and listen to it twice and three times and like four <laughs> times because that's how good it is. And it's like. I listened to it a few times. I'm a fan. Right. And every time I listened to it, it was like something else. I'm like, oh, man, that's so good. Right, right, yeah. So uh, so check it out. Here it is. We will be back to talk about it afterwards and to give our thoughts on a couple of other things. Yeah. So uh, enjoy it. Here's Bill Morrison on the Anything Goes podcast with Crazy Greg and Maggie.
Maggie? Yeah. That's what you said, Maggie? Yeah. Well, you know who Maggie is, right? It's me. Well, and, and the sister of Bot Simpson. Yeah. And Lisa Simpson. Right. So could, can I give a quick little spoiler of the interview that we're going to hear? Go for it. Is that okay with you? Sure. All right. So good. So, well, well now that you, you mentioned Maggie <laughs> and uh, the sister of Bot and Lisa, um, Bill in the interview says that his older sister really gave him the inspiration and encouragement for him to want to draw and be the illustrator. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, so that's something you're going to hear in right. the interview. Um, do you know what my sister gave me? A scar on your head. <laughs> yes. Uh, all my oldest sister gave me was a, was a busted up head. Yes. That stitches. I I, it's actually, I see it. Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. A, 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 a busted open head, stitches, <laughs> and a scar on my head from throwing me into the wall when I was four years old. <laughs> so, so, Bill... Um, Actually, you know what's funny? What's that? You know what my sister gave me? Um, I my don't. younger sister okay. took my Game Boy, some nerve, and right. threw it at the back of my head. So we both kind of get, you know, head trauma from well, our then sisters. I, well, then I have to ask about this. What? Did the Game Boy break? It did. The whole what? screen went white. You couldn't even do it, but I'm pretty sure I got another one. All right. Was it a Game Boy color? Yeah. Oh, it was the one that you could see through, like purple and see yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the good uh, one. She launched it right at the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into this interview. But before we do that, I have one final fun fact. Go. Because I like I'm, your fun I'm facts. I'm full of fun facts. You are. You're like, we swapped places so, uh, this episode. So before we start this interview, um, the Simpsons theme song. Right. It was the first song and I think the only song uh-huh. I ever learned to play on guitar. Ah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. So, uh, so yeah, I could probably still play that song. Yeah, that's At least cool. the intro of it. You got to teach it's, me that. I want to know It's that. the one and only. I only know Green Day, the dun 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 dun, dun that song. Yeah. Because it's just like yeah, two. Yeah. Like all Green Day songs. Like yeah, cards. pretty much. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, shout out to Bill's older sister. Yeah. For, yes, uh, sisters. For the inspiration. For doing good things and not hurting her yeah. brother. <laughs> um, shout out to, to your sister for breaking the Game Boy. Yes, Vicky. And, just want to be. And my sister Jen for giving me the star, the, the scar. Oh, the, you know. Yeah. It's like your and, little and the star stitches on your head. And all that. <laughs> And all the blood that came with it. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's do it. You ready for the interview? I'm ready. All right, so here's the interview with Bill Morrison on the Anything Goes podcast. Oh, and hey, Alex. Yes? Eat my shorts. Hey, what's happening, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. We are so excited today, like so excited. Um, we have someone that I'm looking very forward to speaking with. It is Bill Morrison. He is a comic book artist, a writer that has worked with Simpsons, worked with Disney. He co-created Bongo Comics and formerly an executive editor at Mad Magazine, not to mention DC Comics. Uh, Bill, welcome. So happy to have you. Thanks. Great to be here. Yeah. Uh, so anything else you want to add to that long list of resume? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I did the Yellow Submarine uh, graphic right. novel. How awesome is that? Did you get a chance to uh, meet any of the Beatles? I did not. Um, uh, no, that wasn't one of the perks that came with, <laughs> came with doing the job. Uh, I did. Uh, I did, however, see Paul um, at Dodger Stadium. Mm. Um, I guess a year, year and a half ago, and wow. Ringo came out at the end as a special guest. Uh, so I got to see. If you don't count Pete Best, I got to see the remaining Beatles together on stage. 
Okay. Not many people, you know, get that opportunity. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Did, did you uh, tell them that, that you were the one who illustrated the comic? No, I was, I was pretty <laughs> far back. So I tried to yell that to them, but I don't think they heard me. How funny. <laughs> no, I didn't, well, go, well, I didn't go backstage or anything. So. All right. Well, if they're listening to this episode now, Bill Morrison is the one who did it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And uh, at what age did you realize, like, hey, this is what I want to do the rest of my life? Uh, I think, well, f- from what I'm told, when I was three years old, that's when I started drawing. Wow. And I have an older sister who really encouraged me. You know, she would sit me down and give me drawing lessons. And um, so I think it was at that age when, you know, she was sort of encouraging what I was doing. And she, whatever I was into all growing up, she would, um, like if I was into monsters, then she would show me how to draw the wolf man, you know. Very cool. Um, so I think it was a pretty early age, maybe not three, but I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure by the time I was seven, I decided I wanted to draw comics because that, that was when I really started reading Batman and um, all, all the DC comics. Right. And then uh, and turn around years later and you're, you're working for DC, huh? That was the craziest thing. Uh, like I, I would get off the elevator every morning <laughs> and there's a big giant statue of Batman. And literally every morning I would, on the way to my office, I would get off the elevator and I would see that statue. And I think I work at Batman's house. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) How cool is that? It was really, it was really amazing for a, you know, for a kid who grew up as a bat fanatic. um, That was just amazing. Wow. And uh, so he's been your favorite character growing up now all these years. Yeah. I still collect Batman memorabilia and, People always ask me because I am such a Batman fan, you know, whenever some new Batman movie or something comes out, they'll ask me what I think of it. And Mm -hmm. even if it's crappy, I still go, well, it's still Batman. You know, I mean, I like it. It's it's maybe not my favorite version of Batman or, you know, what I would do if I was doing a TV show or movie. But, you know, hey, it's still Batman. It's still cool. Uh, And who is your favorite actor to play Batman? Oh man, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> say Adam West. <laughs> okay, because I mean that's it's got the the nostalgia factor, you know. Yeah, of course, um, right, right. But I, I love Michael Keaton. Original. I wasn't sold on Michael mm. Keaton right away, but when I first saw that, um, it made me a believer. You know, I didn't, mm. I didn't think like visually, I didn't think he had the jawline to pull it off because I always thought of <laughs> Batman as having the big square jaw. Yeah, um, yeah, makes sense. When, right. when George Clooney played him, I thought, you know, George Clooney would have been a great Batman with a with a different movie in a different movie, you know, with a better script mm. and with a director who wasn't playing it so weird and corny. Um, right. You know, I mean, he's obviously an actor who's good at comedy. He's good at drama. So he could have really done could have mm. been a great Batman if he'd had the right script. Yeah, makes sense. My, my nephews love Batman, so. Uh... I'm gonna tell him, tell them that that you work in Batman's house. They're gonna lose their minds. <laughs> yeah. And uh, speaking of movies, you got to illustrate many Disney movies, huh? Like posters. Yeah. Um. That was that was a job I had for um about five years, four or five years. Wow. And nice. It was at a time when Disney 
Disney had a, a video program, so they were releasing their classic films out on video, but they were also releasing them into theaters. So in addition to doing, at the time, they were doing one new film per year, and then they would also re-release maybe two or three classic films into theaters. So mm. whenever they did that, they needed a poster. They needed, you know, like a one-sheet advertising poster. The studio where I was working, it was my second job in Hollywood. The first first job I worked for, a, it was kind of like a boutique ad agency that just catered to the movie industry. So everything we did there was just all movie and TV advertising. And yeah. um, so I did a lot of posters there, I, but I, I, I was young and sort of inexperienced. So mostly what I did was um, I did retouching. I did a lot of comps, a lot of, you know, just thumbnail sketch ideas for posters. And okay. then those would go to, you know, more experienced illustrators. But every time there was a, uh, you know, like a really low budget job would come into the studio, they would throw it to me because it was cheaper than hiring a freelancer to do it because I was already on the payroll. Right. So I got to do a lot of, you know, this is back in the 80s. So I did a lot of, you know, like horror movies and, you know, bad teen sex comedies and <laughs> that kind of thing. How funny. What horror movies were you a part of doing this? Well, the one that's the most famous is House. Okay. So I did the painting for that. And if, if anybody's seen it, seen the poster or the video, you know, the video box had the same image. It's like a severed man pushing a door buzzer. It's just kind of like hanging there in midair, pushing the doorbell. And that that was one of those poster images that was kind of iconic and it got a lot of attention. I did another one for a movie called Bud Diner. All and right. it was like kind of like a big neon sign with a hand with a knife. You know, it looked like a classic, you know, 1940s with this creepy looking diner in the back. So those were like kind of the two main horror movies that, you know, most people recognize. I did other things that were just, you know, kind of um, directed. Well, not maybe, I don't think they had direct to video back then, but back then they went directly to the drive-in oh, nice. movies were movies fun. would bypass the regular theaters and then they'd go right to the drive-in <laughs> if they were bad oh how fun so that was my first okay. job and then i got yeah. hired by an illustrator named dave willardson who had a studio and he employed me and one other artist so it was the three of us and we did a lot of general advertising so i did you know things like illustrations for nestle's quick and chlorettes and Maxell videotape and all kinds of things but one day we got this job to do a poster for cinderella because disney was re-releasing cinderella into theaters and nice. i actually did two posters one was kind of a teaser image and then the other one was um you know more it had it had cinderella and the prince and all the the mice and everything it was those two posters that really sold disney on our studio and oh. i was i was more kind of cartoon comic oriented and right. the other guy calvin Patton, he was a really super good photorealistic artist and i could do the photorealism but calvin was better and so mm. all the from that point on all the the really photorealistic jobs would go to calvin and then all the cartoon stuff would come to me so you know disney started just relying on our studio to provide all wow. of their posters. So I got to do Peter Pan and Lady and yeah. the Tramp and uh, all kinds of 
at, at one time I was thinking, you know, if I stay at the studio long enough and if Disney keeps putting these movies out into theaters, I might get to the point poster for every classic Disney feature. Wow. How cool would that have yeah. been? Uh, I never made it because the Simpsons came along. <laughs> Well, well, I think you made the right choice with that as well. Yeah, the Simpsons came along and they hired me away. And uh, so that was kind of the end of the Disney stuff for a while. Did you ever go back to Disney after that? I did. I, I, didn't, I didn't go back to doing movie posters, but I got involved doing um, images for their animation art program. So, you know, I've done a number of pieces that have been released as limited editions that they sell in the theme parks and um, no animation way. art galleries and places like that. That's amazing. And, on, and online. Me and my wife are huge Disney people. We actually we got it. We got engaged there. We go every summer on vacation. So I'm sure oh, we've yeah. seen your work around the parks and didn't even realize it was you. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Wow. So uh, Disney gives you a lot of responsibility. They put a lot on your shoulders. Yeah, it's amazing when. Um, you have a company that has these iconic characters and they kind of trust you with them. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it is, it is a lot of responsibility. I mean, the Simpsons was like that for me, uh, you know, doing the bongo books and any of the stuff that I've done for the Simpsons. It, I mean, at some point your mind kind of shuts off, you know, they're entrusting me to handle their characters and present them to the world. And, you know, that's kind of huge. <laughs> yeah. And, and what was that like working with The Simpsons? That must have been uh, amazing, huh? Yeah, The Simpsons was, um, I mean, it, it's been a big part of my career. Um, so it's, it's just kind of amazing the way things happen. Uh, when I was at that first job where I was doing the horror posters and all that, I worked with an art director who was friends with Matt Graney. Uh, and this was before The Simpsons. So Matt was, you know, just kind of a struggling cartoonist, you know, doing his Life in Hell comic strip. And, um, but, you know, to make extra money, he would come in and he would write copy for some of the posters that we did. And uh, actually, the, uh, the poster for Blood Diner that I mentioned is the first collaboration between me and Matt. Because he wrote the copy line for it. Okay, wow. Yeah, the copy line is, first they meet you, then they eat you. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. That's a great, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that fits right well with that. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, I, I knew Matt back then. Uh, you know, he would he would come to the, to the agency, to the building once in a while, and, you know, for meetings. So I got to know him a little bit, not very well, but. Um, then, you know, these years later, after, while I was doing the Disney stuff, I got a call from this art director friend and the Simpsons had just started <laughs> as a half hour show. Right. And she said, you know, Matt has put me in charge of all the licensing, you know, like all the merchandise art. <laughs> and she said, we're looking for artists to do, you know, T-shirts and video game boxes. And wow. there was just a ton of simpson stuff that came out back in the early 90s oh yeah and you know so it was funny that you know she the way she approached asking me on the first phone call was she said you know i'm working with matt on the simpsons i don't know if you've heard of it <laughs> or seen it yeah 
and this was this was early enough that you could say that and wow. people would laugh at you. I mean, you know, not everyone had heard this. Right, story. right, right. It had only been on the air for like maybe a couple of weeks. Okay, wow. Yeah, so I got I got involved early on. I mean, I I, I had seen it and I was a fan of it already. Mm-hmm. So she asked me if I wanted to do some work on the side, and. I was eager eager to do it, so I came over to her studio, and uh, she kind of gave me a little tutorial on how to draw the characters, Okay. and get, gave me my first assignment, and after that, you know, Fox liked what I was doing, so after Jeez. about six months, they, they hired me, Wow. Um, and so I was working in-house at Fox in the licensing and merchandising department. Hmm. Uh, it's what they would call consumer products today. So it's the department that handles all the licensed products that come out from various manufacturers. Wow, that's great. And uh, any any favorite Simpson character that you have? I love Radioactive Man, I think, mainly because <laughs> I was always like a frustrated comic book artist. Right, right, right. And so so, you so can before relate. I got to do comics, <laughs> Radioactive Man was kind of the closest thing to getting to do a superhero. <laughs> So when we did the Radioactive Man comic book, that was amazing. That was like, you know, the best of... Yeah, both, both worlds. worlds, right, exactly. <laughs> Any favorite episode you have? Boy, there's so many. I mean, geez, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really hard. One of the favorites, again, I think is Radioactive Man, and that's the episode where they decide to shoot a Radioactive Man movie in Springfield. And Bart tries out to be Fall Out Boy and doesn't get the part. He goes uh-huh. to Bill House. Um, <laughs> So that that's a fun one because you know it's just a great send up of the whole film industry and how Hollywood people are. Um, so I love that one. Um, I love Black Widower, which is um, one of the early Sideshow Bob episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay, because because it's just a really good uh, mystery. You know, right. they, I mean it's it's a hilarious episode, but they also managed to pull off a great mystery. So that that one's really cool, really fun. Um, I don't know, you know, it kind of depends on, I'm like everyone, depends on when you ask me, because, yeah. you know, you, you forget about episodes and then you see one and you go, Oh my God, that one was so good. Yeah. Um, there was one I was just referencing, you know, cause they, they bought, they brought the McRib sandwich back. Yeah. And so it reminded me of that Simpsons episode where, um, they bring back the, the, uh, crusty rib, witch. Uh-huh. At, at Krusty Burger. So I went online just to see a clip from it because I wanted to post something on Facebook. <laughs> and um, so I got to watch, you know, this, I don't know, it was like a two-minute clip that I hadn't seen in years. So funny. And and then, you know, that was like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite episode. Right, right, <laughs> right. Where Homer goes and, you know, he forgets his family and he goes in pursuit of eating you know, all the, the last yeah. rib witch. Uh huh. So good. All right. And how long did it take to to make like one episode? Because I worked for Matt Groening. I should probably back up a little bit. Um, Matt, when he made his deal with Fox, he discovered that he, he originally went in to pitch Life in Hell as a cartoon on the Tracy Ullman show, which is where the Simpsons got started. Right. But and that was the plan. It was you know they were going to do short little uh, bumpers with the Life in Hell characters. And he discovered, somebody told him, like, just before going into this pitch meeting at Fox, that if he made this deal, they would own the characters. That was what they 
were, you know, that was the deal they were making. Got it. Um, and, and this wasn't just an idea that he just had, you know, he was already doing books and, you know, merchandise. And so he had like a little life in hell enterprise going and he thought, you know, I don't want to just give that to Fox, you know, and then they own it and I can't do anything with it from that point on. So he came up with the Simpsons. He just like BS'd his way through this meeting hmm. and he said, you know, I know you're here to listen to a pitch for life and hell, but I've got something that I think is better because it relates to families more. You know, it's not this right. weird little one-eared rabbit and these guys in fezes. It's a family unit. So like mainstream America will relate to this better. And hmm. the Fox executives were mainly concerned about the humor. And they said, well, you know, is, is it the same kind of humor that we've seen in your comic strip? And he said, oh, yeah, everything, you know, that, that same subversive take on society, it's all in there. And they said, okay, well, you know, we'll do The Simpsons. So that was, um, that was how The Simpsons got started. But he made, because he was a cartoonist and because, you know, Fox never thought, or really nobody ever thought, it would go beyond these short little bumper cartoons on the Tracy Ullman show. Hmm. Um, his lawyer fought to get him publishing rights. Um, so she made a case for the fact that Matt's a cartoonist and he might want to do a, you know, a comic strip or a comic book. And they said, okay, fine. So they, they put into his contract that he owned the publishing rights. So a few years later, that's why we were able to start Bongo with Matt as the owner and publisher. Right. And we were able to really do anything we wanted with the characters without having to get permission from Fox. Uh, so that, that worked out big time then. Yeah. So um, I don't remember where I was going with that. But, <laughs> uh, but anyway, that, that was how Bongo got started and how we started, you know, basically the publishing arm of The Simpsons, which was separate from all the merchandise stuff. Got it. And what was it like? Uh, so you worked on, on the video games, The Simpsons? Um, yeah, I did. I did uh, some designing for the video games, like design characters and props and things. And also did most of the early covers. So cool. Um, yeah, there's not, I don't know, I can't really think of an early Simpsons video game that I didn't do the cover for. Wow, and there's so many of them out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember I remember what I was going to say. Because um, you'd asked me um, what it was like or how long it took to do an episode of the show. Right. Um, so I didn't really work on the show, although because of the fact that I worked directly for Matt Groening at Bongo every so often, and you know, Matt was still, and to this day is still super involved with the show. Sometimes they would need a design that either the animation company didn't have time for, or maybe they'd taken a couple of stabs at it and it wasn't really what Matt wanted. Hmm. So every so often he would come to me and he would say, Hey, can you do, you know, design? They need this comic book cover for a scene in the Android's dungeon or they need, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, I remember I did one, it was for an, uh, it was like an itchy and scratchy spinoff mm -hmm. comic book called itchy and Veronica. It was like a crossover with Archie comics. Okay. And the cover had itchy and Veronica drawn Simpson style at the soda shop. And they're sipping a soda out of the severed head of Archie. Uh, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> 
Wow. So, so that was you, huh? Yeah, that was me. How great. Um, so anyway, I didn't really work on the show, but to answer your question, yeah. it took about six months uh, from the time they had a script to the finished animation. Wow. To, to do one episode. And in so obviously they, they have months. several episodes in production at the same time. Yeah, of course, right. At various stages. But yeah, about six months, you know, it has to go through storyboards and all the storyboard <laughs> approvals. Uh, my dog Ripley's going crazy over something. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, it, you know, things have to be designed, characters, props, costumes. Yeah. Um, at some point it goes overseas to Korea for animation over there. Wow. Then comes back and then there's, you know, fine tuning and music added and all that stuff. You'd so, never, yeah. Yeah, you'd never think, you know, I mean, you could tell how much work goes in, but you wouldn't think that many, you know, it falls into that many hands to to create one episode yeah it's a real assembly line you know it goes through i don't know one time i somebody i guess maybe i asked because somebody asked me how many people uh, like how many animators worked on this uh, simpsons episode and i seem to remember somebody saying 80 to 100 wow for one episode and that's not just animators but that's like colorists and designers and everyone yeah background people all that yeah Uh Have you ever been to uh, Simpsons Land and Universal? Yeah. Uh, We started having the season premiere parties there. Oh, wow. For the show. So the year they first opened it, um, it it hadn't been open very long, and we did a season premiere party there. So they closed off the whole downtown Springfield area just for the cast and crew. And everybody at Bongo was always invited to these things because we were just part of Matt's team. Right, right. so we would, you know, we would get to um, experience it. But uh, that thing's amazing. Yeah. That's just such a cool place. I actually also got to do some artwork for, you know, there's various restaurants. So there's Krusty Burger yeah. and Lard Lad Donuts and you mm-hmm. know, all, the, all the restaurants that you have in Springfield, Luigi's. So up above Krusty Burger, there's like a seating area, like a food court kind of seating yeah. area. But it's yeah. all decorated with crusty memorabilia most of which was you know just sort of manufactured for that space but uh some of the some of the artwork that i've done is there they have a lot of the animators artwork but they commissioned me to do like a large portrait of crusty and mr teeny <laughs> and uh, a large portrait of sideshow mel All and right. one of sideshow bob so the three of those pretty large paintings are actually hanging there on one wall and then i also did some black velvet crusty clown paint and so those are there also there's like a crusty as sort of as elvis he's wearing the sequin jumpsuit right Right. and then there's like a sad crusty like a sad clown (laughs) crusty painting both of those on black velvet so you're all over disney and universal and you're just you're just all over the place (laughs) yeah every theme park yeah so awesome funny and uh is there any illustration out there that like you wish you you designed that somebody else came up with oh lots yeah yeah that's how i know somebody's really good is they make me super jealous (laughs) Um, and when i was when i was uh editor-in-chief at mad magazine part of my job was to like look for talent and you know find people who are great illustrators who would be really good for the magazine. And so, you know, my art director would come in and say, well, how about this guy? How about this 
lady, you know, like, let's put them in the magazine. And, you know, some of them I thought were good and, you know, definitely, you know, of the caliber that we would want in a magazine. Um, but then every so often somebody would come along and I would just go, damn, that person's really good. I just got that twang of jealousy. You were, yeah. I thought, oh, I wish I could do that. You know? <laughs> right. But hey, I, I think you have a pretty good collection of your own that uh, that people look at and, and say the same about you. Well, thank you. You know, it's it's funny. I think being an artist, most artists that I know are super critical of their own work, mm. and and I'm no I'm no exclusion to that. Uh. Um, so I think it's just a common thing where you know when I look at something I did, I immediately see the flaws or the things that I should have done differently. I remember you know Dave Stevens, who created the Rocketeer, was just an incredible comic book artist and illustrator, and Every time I would see one of his pieces, I would just go, oh, my God, you know, I wish I had that kind of talent. <laughs> but if but if you talk to Dave, he would talk about all these other artists that were great. And, you know, he would just go, eh, you know, this could have been better. And I wish I'd done this differently. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to learn how to paint, but I'm not very good. And you'd look at his oil paintings and just go, my God, you know, you can do everything. What right. are you talking about? You just want to slap him. <laughs> Well, I think many people here in this episode is sad about you, <laughs> for sure. But we have we have a friend of the podcast, uh, Chris Fifty One. He's actually a tattoo artist, and he has tons of Simpsons tattoos. And oh, cool. he said he has a bunch of your comic books autographed hanging around the tattoo shop. So he's he's a big fan of yours. I told him I'd shout him out and let oh. you know. Tell him so, I said hi. All right, we'll do. Yeah, he's he's a big fan of you, and I told him that we were having you. He was like, "Ah, oh, come on, I love him." So, yeah. You know, so. Um, I was at Comic Con in San Diego one year, and Bongo. Every year we had a, a booth, and you know Matt Groening would come and do signings there. And, wow. uh, so sometimes we would just kind of hang out and you know just kind of chat and uh we were doing that one day we were just kind of behind the counter in the booth and this fan came up and he showed me and normally you know like if i'm standing standing there talking to matt craning normally if a fan comes up they want to talk to matt of course right want to say something to him. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but this time this guy came up and he wants to talk to me and he pulls his sleeve up and he shows me a tattoo of one of my characters wow i had a i had a bongo book called roswell little green man and this guy had gotten a tattoo of one of the characters on his arm <laughs> and uh you know i geeked out over it and I, I was like oh man that's so cool <laughs> you know never never seen anybody right. have a tattoo of one of my characters before that's amazing yeah and when after the guy left matt matt looked at me and he goes I hope you realize how cool that is, you know? Yeah, definitely. And he said, you know, when somebody marks their skin for life mm. with one of your characters, you know, mm. that's that's amazing. And I knew that from him saying that, I knew that he felt that way. You know, I mean, how many people have tattoos of Simpsons characters? Right. You know, right. millions. Yeah, yeah. But, when, but it, when he sees that, it still affects him. You know, like he still... Oh, gets, awesome! Like blown away. Sorry. <laughs> no, 
I've got a, I've got a very yappy chihuahua. <laughs> it's crazy every time someone opens the door. How funny! Um, but Matt, Matt, you know he he's blown away every time he sees a, somebody with a Simpsons tattoo because mm. he thinks, you know, somebody cared about that character enough to put that on their skin for the rest of their lives. Right? Yeah. True. Well, yeah. Well, you definitely have fans also, and I'm sure that's not the only tattoo of your work out there. So. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so we have a segment on our show, if you want to take part in it. And it's called Keep It or Kill It. And I kind of would oh, just... Oh, I'm aware of that, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> well, well I'm, I'm glad you've heard of it. And uh, if you want to take part, we'll, uh, we'll fire some stuff at you and you could tell us to keep it or kill it. Okay. All right. So uh, the current state of Disney theme parks. Let me see. I'm going to have to think about the last time. Last time I went to Disneyland. See, I, see, I lived out in California um, right. for for a couple of decades. So, so Disneyland was where I went. Last time I was at Disney World was, I think, back in the '70s. So I can't really talk about Disney World. Okay. But Disneyland, um, I'm going to say keep it. Keep I it. I can't. I can't think of anything. I didn't like about it even I don't know I, I think they even do a good job and this is not just Disney but Universal like I think a lot of theme parks started realizing you know people have to wait sometimes hours in line to get to just get on a ride right so they've started entertaining you while you're in line I think that Star Tours might have been the first to do that but I, you know I think they generally do a pretty good job of like, you know, they got the quick passes now, so you can mm-hmm. register ahead of time to get in line. And um, so I think they're doing a good job of trying to make your experience positive, even if you're just standing there waiting. Yeah, definitely. So good. Yeah, it's, it's such a different world than it was years ago, huh? Yeah, it, just, <laughs> it really is. All right. How about uh, CGI? CGI is, um, I think for the most part, it's it's killing it. So yeah. I say, I say, keep it. All right. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of when it, when it comes to animation, I'm a big fan of traditional 2D animation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a big believer in options. Like, I don't believe like one thing necessarily needs to replace the other. Right. So, like, I'll I'll look at a really great CG either an animated film or, you know, a live action film that's got CG sequences. And if it's convincing, which, you know, nowadays they are, you know, just amazingly, I mean, a lot of times I can't tell. The only way I can tell something is CG is if I just know it's not possible (laughs) to do it in real life, you know? Right. Um, So in general, they, you know, they they do a really good job of, of fake, you know, faking you out. But I love 2D animated films. I love, um, the three D CG animated films, and I, you know, I don't think one has to replace the other. I think you can enjoy both. Mm-hmm. I think as long as the, the story's good, that's what's important. Makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. And how about uh, Apu's character change in The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I I never had a problem with characters who were not a certain ethnicity doing characters that were. Right. You know, I didn't right. have a problem with Hank Azaria doing Apu or mm-hmm. Harry Shearer doing um, Carl or anything like that. And I think 
you know, the tradition of actors, especially voice actors, is you, you know, you're hired to mimic everybody. Right. And it doesn't really matter what the ethnicity is. However, um, I also, I'm not a big fan of, of people being um, shut out or, or being offended by, you know, if a significant number of people are offended that a, a white guy is doing an Indian accent and they see it as, you know, making fun of the character rather than um, just portraying a certain accent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think there's validity in that and it needs to be addressed. And I, I think Fox did a really good job of um, handling that. I, I really don't mind that, you know, that now the, the casting is, um, I don't know what they call it. Uh, they used to call it colorblind casting. Okay. Because, you know, anybody could do any part and it didn't matter what color or what race you were. Right. But anyway, I, I, I think it's fine the way they're doing it now. Um, I, I do have uh, voiceover actors who are friends of mine and my wife's a voiceover artist. And, you know, so there are, you know, there is another side to the story where it's like, well, you know, we used to have all these parts available to us and now the parts that are being offered are, are much more limited. But, you know, people who were, who were black or Indian or Asian could also say the same thing. And now more parts are being opened up to them. So, exactly. Well, uh, all right. I, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. Um, ultimately yeah so i, I mean, keep it yeah I, I don't know if this is a a big secret but bot simpson is voiced by by a female right so yeah and and i don't know if anybody's like had a problem with that no um but you know sometime in the future maybe somebody will i, I hope they not. actually just did, did an episode where bart bart becomes a voiceover artist <laughs> and he's hired to do the voice of a princess so they okay. so they kind of address that and they turn the tables on it. So it's a little Very boy good. doing the awesome. the voice of a girl. <laughs> All right, and he gets te- you know he gets teased at school. Right, right, right. And would you keep or kill the uh, the the Little Mermaid poster that's out there? Because <laughs> <laughs> we we've heard some conflicting stories about that. I would keep the poster. Okay, because the poster. Um, I painted the poster. Um, there was never any controversy over the poster. Right. Um, it wasn't until the video cassette came out that there was controversy. Mm. And so I think I would probably kill the video cassette. Funny. But only because I think I could have done a much better job on it. <laughs> I think um, so too. I, I, I think that. the whole controversy, you know, about the penis and the castle and all that, you know, I, I don't mind that because it never affected me negatively. Like, yeah. Like we never, we didn't stop getting work from Disney because of, of it. Right, right, right. You know, it's, it's kind of fun to be the subject of an urban legend. Yeah, that's um, true. So I kind of like that part of it. But every <laughs> time I look at the box, I was, I was only given like three days to paint it. And, you know, I, I had to take a lot of shortcuts. Mm. And so, so when I look at the video, I, I just go, eh, it's not <laughs> one of my, not my best work. All right. Well, I'll say. tell you this. On the podcast, we, we, we always have to kill something. So I'm glad we found something to kill. Okay. Yeah. So we'll yeah. kill that. <laughs> <laughs> and what about um, the, the Lady and the Tramp? Oh, yeah. I, I did uh, I did the uh, 80s 
re-release poster for that. Yeah. Wow, very cool. So there's so so many iconic scenes that that you link to that uh, we just don't know, and it's amazing that we're able to talk to you about it all. I actually put my my name in that poster because Disney wouldn't let us like actually sign the work really you know so it couldn't it couldn't just have my signature on it <laughs> so i tried to find ways of sort of sneaking my signature in That's so funny and i couldn't do it on everything like you know being a big batman fan the way i did it on the original little mermaid poster is on ariel's tail you know she's got this the fish tail that's kind of segmented uh-huh and it had the way I painted it, it's got like this uh, highlight, this big sheen across the tail. So each of those little segments has kind of like a little wiggly portion of the of the shine on the tail. <laughs> and so in one so of those sweet. little segments, I made the shine look like the bat symbol. Wow, no way. And that was my way of like kind of putting my mark on that one. Yeah, so um, Disney Lady is... and the Tramp, I, yeah. I, it's got the wine bottle with the candle in it. Mm-hmm. And so on the wine label, I put Morrison uh, around. It's like a little circular label. So I put my name in there. That's amazing. <laughs> We're going to have to go back and look through all your, all your illustrations and, and, and find these little Easter eggs that you put in. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's... I would do Bart Simpson's head, like if there was a, a shrubbery <laughs> or something. I would I would do like one section of the shrub to look like Bart's head. <laughs> and and only you knew this. Yeah, it that's was just my own little so secret. So funny. That's so great. Yeah. Uh, but we love hearing that. So does your I'll body... tell you there's there's one um I I won't tell you what I won't tell you where it is, but in the Oliver and Company poster. Uh-huh. Uh that my name is in there somewhere. So I'll just let people have fun finding that. We're going to find it. We are. For sure. <laughs> That's our mission. So does your wife know like how cool you actually are? Um come on. <laughs> I think she's a I think she's a big fan, but okay. she also doesn't like me to get the big head. <laughs> so you know, she I think she does a pretty good job of keeping my ego in check. Yeah, well all right. Well she can do that, but we'll let you on our end. You're like you're you're the absolute man and we love all your work and appreciate it. And you're gonna like live forever in everything that you've done. Oh, thank you. Uh, I got to say, it's being a kid who grew up, you know, just loving animation and comics and illustration and, you know, just pop culture in general. It is really gratifying just to have been a part of that, you know, just to be able to sort of leave your mark on the pop culture of of our time, you know, the yeah. time that we live in. Um, so I don't take it for granted. I, you know, I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for all the opportunities I've had. You know, I, I know that I do have certain abilities, but so do a lot of other people. And a lot of the reason why I've been able to do these things is, you know, some of it's being in the right place at the right time. Some of it's being who you know, and some of it's, you know, it's just timing. So, you know, but I appreciate it. I, I don't take yeah. it for granted. Well, I'm sure it was a lot of lot of hard work as well. So don't don't cut yourself short for that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'll try not to. And uh, in a hundred years from now, when all is said and done, what do you want the name Bill Morrison to remember it as? Uh, I think I'm. You know, if people refer to me as uh, a kind, generous person, that makes me feel 
better than if somebody says, you know, if somebody compliments my artwork or says, you know, uh, I'm a great writer or a great artist or this or that. I, th- I think it's better. I, I, I just think in general for your legacy, if, if you've made a mark on the world in terms of pop culture, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. that, that's a really, that's a great thing. But if you've changed somebody's life by just being kind or generous or, you know, going out of your way to help somebody, to me, that means more. Uh, my, I think my favorite movie of all time is It's a Wonderful Life because the main message of that movie is, you know, you get George Bailey gets to see how the world would have been different had he not existed, okay. had he not saved his brother's life and had he not, you know, loaned uh, Violet the money that she needed and all the kind things that he did that really were a lot of them were were sacrificial because they prevented him from going off and doing what he really wanted to do you know he was a very selfless person and you know he did a lot of nice things and then at the end or towards the end of the movie he gets to see what the world would have been like had he not done all those things and i really think that you know we go through life and every every day we're faced with hundreds of situations where we can decide to do the right thing or the wrong thing. And, you know, sometimes we choose the wrong thing and hopefully most of the time we choose the right thing, but we don't, you know, you don't know what the world would be like had you not done that nice thing for somebody mm-hmm. or, you know, paid somebody's bills or, mm-hmm. or just been kind to somebody, just given them a kind word when they were depressed and down. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's what I would like to be remembered for. I think, you know, it would mean a lot for me if people said he was, you know, just a really kind, generous person. Uh, well, we could tell just by talking with you for the past hour that that's exactly who you are. We really can. Well, thank you. So we for sure will remember you by that and much more that you've done over the years. And we appreciate all the work that you, that you brought and all the enjoyment and laughter you brought to our lives. Well, I appreciate you as well. I li- I've listened to your podcast, and uh, I think it's great. It's very entertaining, and uh, thank you. I really love the. Um, I forget the name of the mansion on uh, Staten Island. Staten Island. I was going to say Long Island. Staten <laughs> Island. I really one of my favorite things is to watch like paranormal caught on camera. And oh, really? Yeah. Ghost, huh? ghost adventures. I love those shows. How cool. This, this place um, really is legit haunted. We, we, we grew up in Staten Island. That's where we're from. And uh, if you ever, you know, make the trip out here, we can give you a VIP tour of, of what it's about. Cause there really are ghosts that live in that house. <clears throat> I would love that. And, yeah. uh, and I, I love Staten Island too. I know you guys were talking about how it gets a bad rap and I don't, uh-huh. don't know why that is. Um, I, I think maybe sometimes when you're in close proximity to Manhattan, you know, you get unfair criticism just because you're not the big apple, but right. 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 Um, but I think Staten Island is great. Well, that's great to hear. We love it too. That's where we're from. We, you know, were raised there and spent our lives there. So it's, it's nice to hear an outside perspective that, uh, Staten Island isn't so bad after all. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, if you ever hear it, honestly, we we know the owner of the house and, you know, who runs the events there. So we could definitely get you in and you could check it out because it's a scary place. Okay, I'll take you up on that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. And uh, where can people find like all your work? I mean, can can we buy any of your stuff at this point? Is there a website? Is there anything people can do to go and, and purchase the things you do? 
Um, there's there's a website that is going to be launching probably in the next month. Okay. Um, I've, I'm working with a guy on it right now, so we're we're just kind of in the final stages. But it will have a store feature. So nice. Um, and it's um, MorrisonIllustration.com. Okay. When when that site is up and ready to go, let us know, and we're gonna you know get it out to the world. Let them. Oh, great! I, I'll sure. definitely do that. Yeah, I. I I just recently moved about a year ago from California back to Detroit, where I'm from. Okay. And in the process, I uncovered, you know, just a ton of stuff that I've saved over the years. You know, Disney stuff, Simpsons stuff, you know, just an archive full of comics and books and magazines and toys. And Uh I thought, you know, I've got to find some way. I mean, I don't have room for all this stuff, so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I don't want to pay for a storage unit. So. Right. Well, I'll so, tell you when. when so you're I'm definitely ready... going to be selling selling some of that stuff uh, dirt cheap on the website. Oh boy! When you're ready to part ways, uh, we're going to have to talk before you post the stuff because I, I know many people, including ourselves, who would love to to get some of that. So. Okay. Yeah. That's a deal. Yeah, it's a deal. We're going to be in touch, and I think we're going to hang a couple of your pieces up in our house. For sure. Oh man, I, I don't want this. I don't want this to end. We're really enjoying ourselves. We're really. Uh, it's 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 great talking to you. It really is. We're like in awe of everything you're saying. Well, thank you. What maybe we should do a part two sometime. We should definitely do a part two. When, yeah. when your website is up and uh, running, let's uh, let's continue this and talk about all the things that are up there. Okay. Yeah. For There's sure. a lot of stuff we didn't touch on too. Mad and uh, the Beatles. Well. We- touch on the beatles a little bit i mean if you want to still talk we can keep going or we can save it for a part two no let's save it let's all right let's do that let's save it when when your web when your website is up well uh we're gonna do a part two with bill morrison i'm I'm already looking forward to it sounds good it's great to talk to you well you too craig thank you all right so we'll talk soon okay take care all right you too bye-bye Hey, Alex. Yeah? Tell these fine-looking people where they can find us. Well, they could find us on Instagram at AnythingGoesPodNY, on Twitter at AnythingGoesNY, and shoot us an email at AGPodNY at gmail.com. That's right. And y'all can listen to all of our episodes on any streaming platform where podcasts can be found. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Because anything goes with Greg and Alex. Phone home, phone home, phone home! So how is that for a happy new year? Oh yeah. The only way to like kick off 2021 <laughs> is, is this episode, this interview. And uh, I have to, I guess, give away a little anything goes secret. Okay. Can I do it? Yeah. You know, anything goes. So I'm going to drop it here. We've actually been sitting on this episode for a little bit. We have. For a little bit. And I feel a little bad towards Bill because, you know, he he took the time out and did the interview. Mm -hmm. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I need to save this. For the new year. Yes. And start this. We all know how we feel about 2020. Right. And this is the way that I felt would have started the new year off right. Right. So, uh, and, and... Not to... You know. Oh no! Take away or diminish any other. You know. But we were just like, okay, we want to start. We knew before 
any of these interviews even happened, we were like, all right, we want to start 2021 off right. And once we did this interview, we were like, okay, there it is. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We, yeah. we decided, we put it in our calendar, we're like, this is the, we circled the date really big. And oh, we're like, this is when we're going to. For sure. Release it. And uh, I also, I mean, uh, another shout out. Can I do a shout out? I didn't do another of shout out. Just one shout out. It can be another like, one. Like well, Bart I shouted, and Homer yeah, and, and Bill and you and me and <laughs> the um, ghosts. <laughs> but uh, I guess who got me into The Simpsons? Oh, of course you have. To. Yeah, I, that's, I, I mean that should be definitely like a like a segment. On well, this. right. So all right, I guess we'll do a mini segment. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg's garage. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, so my brother Sean. So, oh, go. No, would mine be Alex's attic? Um, Alex's alley. Okay. Way. okay. So why don't you go take a walk there and <laughs> Okay. Go ahead. I'll let you back. I'll walk away and let okay. you Yeah, go do down your... to the alleyway. Um so yes, yeah, so my brother Sean is the biggest Simpsons fan I know. Like, like big ever. time. Um I would put him up in any Simpsons trivia competition. Me too. And he would hold his own for sure. It's funny, like We'll have a conversation with him, be like, oh, yeah, that character. And you're like, kind of explain what a character looks like. Like, kind of like, oh, yeah, he's a purple shirt. And this, and he'll go, oh, yeah. And he'll say the name of the character. And I'm like, how do you even know? Actually, in your childhood bedroom, you and Sean had, you know, shared the room. Yeah. And on his side, he has the poster right. with every single Simpsons character. Everyone. Yeah. And he could definitely come be like, this is everyone's name. Oh, easily. Yeah. And, and way more. Like, his entire basement is... Is yes. pretty much Springfield. Right, right. Um, yeah, actually, growing up, we had a. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was like a six foot Homer Simpson yeah, yeah. Santa. It's in your basement. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, now his basement. Well, now his basement. It yeah, was but our basement when he lived there. Right. But um, yeah, and it sings and dances and sings Christmas songs and yeah. holiday songs. And yeah, he just, he, he knows everything there is to know about everything. Yeah. And uh, he got me into it. So that's how I got, you know, hooked. Mm. And actually, my favorite episode ever oh, wow. is one we spoke about before. Oh, really? And the first ever Simpsons episode, yeah. Um, that's Santa's Little Helper came in. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and that, that's, I don't know why. It's strange to think how many, how many, how many, how many Simpsons episodes there are. And, and the first one ever is, is my favorite. That's so funny. Yeah. Because, oh, uh, Santa's Little Helper. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I definitely have watched so many episodes like definitely way more than i can count i'm definitely a huge fan but i don't know if i have like if i know enough to be like this is my favorite episode because i haven't seen them all okay so i feel like it's not fair to me to say all right i do like the treehouse of horror yeah ones. they're those fun are, yeah those are always fun i actually those are classics for the holidays i got you bart treehouse yeah of horror. uh funko yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm those yeah, you didn't actually get me Bart. You just got me. No, the I, I. He's an. He's yeah. a animated. <laughs> yeah. Bill Morrison drawn. Right. Character. That's I real wish. Life. <laughs> um, and then in that episode, Homer played Santa, at the yes, mall. Yes. Yes. And Bart went and pulled down the beard. Of course. And uh, Homer was like, "Hey there, Bartner. <laughs> uh, partner. Yeah. So. It's funny. so good. Even then, it was so good. Yeah. And then, uh, and they had so many, like, I can't even begin to count how many celebrity. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we can go on. This could be, an, it's an episode in its own. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the predictions 
Oh, That the yeah. Simpsons have had. There's some weird I things know. that go on. I need yeah. to know that the, the people... I we think need to, we need they to talk may to Bill. be running like the world. Yeah. Because. There's some... It, there might be like a cult inside the Simpsons creators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just... Or they just know the world is predictable. There's some conspiracy that they have going on. I don't know. Come on. Just... But. There's actually... I think of... There's articles galore. There's actually a video on YouTube. And it says all of the predictions that the Simpsons have made. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's not even like, oh, they predicted that there'll be snow. Like, no, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just just look. Just just Google it. Yeah. Just Google it. Sorry, I just had to go on a rant about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know who one of my favorite guest celebrities on The Simpsons are? Oh, goodness. There's an episode with Michael Jackson. Oh. Although, I don't know if it was technically, like, visually not Michael Jackson, but... Right, but it was, it was him. Yeah, and he... And him and Bart sang Happy Birthday, Lisa, and... That's funny. Yeah. See, I don't think I saw that episode. That's what I'm saying. No, you've seen it. I have? Yeah, you've had to. You've had to. Okay. If not, I'll watch it. I'll go on Disney Plus and look it up. Yeah, no, <laughs> you've 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 seen it. Believe me. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so Bill Morrison. Mm-hmm. What what a great interviewer. Mm-hmm. Um, interviewee. Interviewee. <laughs> I don't know. Right. That's right. <laughs> right. 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 Interviewee. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just such a generous guy. So kind, and he wants to be remembered as just helping people out yeah and he surely helped out our podcast oh well, that's just, for sure just no honestly all kidding aside just mm-hmm. taking the time to to just talk with us yeah. like put us on the map like springfield's on the map <laughs> right <laughs> he did hmm. so we appreciate it more oh, than definitely he will ever know yeah so thank you for that um yeah, and then another thing he spoke about was his Bongo comics. Yeah. And how he was at a convention with Mac Roning. Right, right. And, that was cool. Uh, yeah, and obviously he's like, you know, when I'm there and we're at a table, everybody comes up to Matt and he's like, oh, hi, you know, I want to meet you. Right. And then somebody came up to him and yeah. uh, and they had a tattoo of, of one of his comics. Yeah, it's crazy. Comics. Imagine. So, Imagine, uh, like, creating something. And then someone's like, look, I permanently put this on my skin forever. Right. right. Even after I die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Um, so can I throw out any, uh, a challenge right now? I think I know you I want to do this. a challenge. If anyone does this. So listen up. Listen up, listeners. If anybody out there, we have our logo. If anybody out there goes and uh, wants to get the Anything Goes logo tattooed on their body... I have something special to give to you. Cut it out. I'm not cutting anything out unless it's a picture of their tattoo and I'll cut it out and hang it on the wall. <laughs> That's the only thing I'll cut if out. If anyone does that, you're you're I, I don't Listen, think we've I don't think we've been in the business long enough. You don't know that. Okay. This is gonna be an overnight sensation with Bill Morrison on, on the on I the believe podcast. It. So if you go and you get an Anything Goes logo tattooed on your body, like a permanent logo, I mean, drawn on, drawn on, we'll see. It would have to be like a, a Bill illustration drawn on. <laughs> okay. But anyway, if you do that, you, I will give you a VIP tour oh of the Anything Goes podcast studio. You mean our living room? AKA our living room. Okay. No, we'll give you a tour of a haunted house, AKA our house <laughs> yes for sure and and maybe you can even spend the night maybe 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 didn't include it or no 
Do I have to cook it? Yeah, I mean, unless like... Frozen pizza? Yeah. No, you have to cook it. Come okay, on, they're getting a tattoo. It. Okay, all right, you all right. Okay, dinner. okay. As long as you quarantine 14 days before That's, you come. No, 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 no. This is way after like... This all is, this is a, let's a, just say COVID's post, not post pandemic. Yeah. No, it's post pandemic days. Okay. So get the tattoo now. Send it over to our email or our Twitter or our Instagram. You know We're where to find it way at. Too much time on this. And then no, this is a series. It's a contest. It's an anything goes contest, and we have winners lined up. Guess there may be more than one. Okay. All right. Oh, sure. So it's out there. All right. It's out there. All right, so not only did he do Simpsons and created Bongo Comics, mm-hmm. um, illustrated the Beatles, yeah, but um, I guess he did something along the lines of you may or may not have heard of Disney. Oh, you mean like like Walt Disney? Like World? Walt Disney and Walt Disney World, <laughs> and like illustrated countless like posters. Yes. He for he said legendary movies like. He was so close to being able to do all the classics, and then they stopped doing yeah. it. Yeah, it's like ah, oh, that must have been so like dang, dang right, it. right. But how cool though! And he was like, it just it must have been so cool to be like, wow, these movies are such classics, and I get to you're you're choosing me to like recreate this iconic poster. That's so awesome. Yeah, and like, it's crazy to think too, like wow, my childhood, walking around and seeing these posters, and well, you know movie you know pictures and this and that and that's him that's his work and I've looked at it my whole life my whole childhood and we, we have plenty of those VHS tapes in yeah, our house right yeah. now mm-hmm. we actually have a whole like um, bookcase we have a whole shelf on our bookshelf yeah. and it's all Disney VHS, VHS tapes, tapes. Yeah. actually well we had a bunch of them to begin with but then my parents were having yard sale and my mom was going to sell them for like 50 cents each. And we yeah. said, oh, no, you're not. And we took them and we added them to whatever we didn't have. We added to our collection. Right. Yeah. And uh, and Bill is part, the fun subject of an urban legend. Yes. Hysterical. That's funny. And he said to me, he was like, nah, keep it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, he would kill part of it, like the new updated version of it right, or whatever. Right, right. But It's one of those yeah. things that was like, I don't know. The people who saw it. Shame on you and your mind. <laughs> it's a children's movie. <laughs> um, another thing I absolutely love that just, it shows who he is and like the humor he has and just, I don't know, how he would put hidden details in yes. the illustrations. You know what? And he would like, you know. What do I know? You know how much I love. What do I know? What do you love? You know the dedication I have you when do. we go to the Disney parks. Yes. And? And looking for? Hidden. Mickey's. Hidden Mickey's. <laughs> that sounded like an answering machine. <laughs> like, um, Well, if we had a house phone, maybe we could do an answer yeah, machine. Yeah, we don't have a house. But we don't we have, have a house one. number. We don't have a house phone. Yeah, we've had a house number for over two years now. <laughs> don't have a house We're phone. We're like, no, nah, we have cell phones. Who needs a yeah. house phone? Yeah. We just have internet for like for the internet, you know? Yeah. Well, when you have so much money in life and don't know what to do with it, you just buy house phone Cut numbers. Cut out. We do not have that kind of money. No, we don't. We don't at all. <laughs> um... But yeah, so he literally hides little, you know, signs of himself in his artwork. And that, to me, is kind of like a hidden Mickey. Yeah. yeah. So, and even around the parks, the Disney parks yes. and stuff. He has his artwork being sold in these stores. And yeah. we've definitely a thousand percent have been in a store and been like, oh my God, that's so cool. And it was his. Right. Definitely. So forget about hidden Mickeys. Let's find hidden bills. That's, I'm the not kidding. Morrison's. I'm not even saying this, like, just to be 
like oh yeah like literally next time we go and we are in stores and stuff like that i'm going to look for his oh, work for sure yeah and uh disney wouldn't let the illustrators like sign their names to the posters right so <laughs> so he would like secretly uh what is it just like in code not yeah, in code but like well, he would put his little like his little piece of himself in it right like and he said with uh ariel her, her tail uh-huh it was like um he loved batman yeah so yep. he kind of like threw that in a little bit yeah the batman and, um, symbol or he would put bot simpson's head right yes and yeah yeah so it's so, so funny and then he wrote He's, his name on in yep, certain ones yep, but yep. you can't see it because it's like the, the design of whatever that piece of that picture is you can't really see the name you know right it's so awesome i love uh, that stuff and 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 one of the most iconic like disney pictures ever that we actually ate at the restaurant because of this picture this picture bill bill (laughs) bill marson years though you owe me like 87 dollars and 62 (laughs) cents probably for my receipt because we ate this restaurant because the lady in the tramp shared a piece of spaghetti right is that no, not he, true? He pushed the meatball over there. Is that not true? No. We went to this restaurant and ate, and it was $87. Well, okay. Can I just... Yes, you're right. I'm very right. But there's other reasons also. No. Two. There's no uh, other That's reason. number one. Besides them sharing two, spaghetti. it's Italian food, and I love Italian food. All right. We could have gone to, to the Italian restaurant down the block that has two for 20. Yeah, but it's not Disney. Regardless. Or... I mean, and you're, now you're throwing me off. And I wanted to see, which I could have just seen without eating there, the little paw prints. Yeah. I will say, actually. Yeah. Because it's kind of it's like a, just a, my little opinion on Disney World. So right. So nothing to do with... I actually thought the restaurant would be better when we went. Well, the the food itself. I liked the atmosphere. Like, it was cute and they yeah. had pictures and stuff like but that. But the food itself wasn't It wasn't, wasn't as... Yeah, it wasn't as good. As expected. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It, mm. That's one of those things. It's like you could go for the atmosphere, but don't expect you know mm. anything mm-hmm. great. But yeah, that was just I don't know. We were talking about it, so I just wanted to yeah. throw that out there. Um, where else he has his? I don't want to say paw prints. Well, maybe his handprints, fingerprints, fingerprints mm-hmm. all over is Universal, yeah. Springfield. Yeah, <laughs> and we've been there. We've been to Springfield many of times. Yeah, I. We like it's one of my. It's funny because I love Disney. I'm always like Disney, Disney, Disney. Mm-hmm. But Springfield's actually when we do go to Orlando, that's one of my like. I can't wait to go there. Yeah, we always ask each other at random times throughout like the day and whatever. Like, if you can be in one place in you know in this park, where would you want to be? And yeah, and yeah, and like Springfield would definitely be one of those. Oh, like, definitely. Yeah, because like, like when you're in that, you know, in Springfield and you in just that look section around, of the park, yeah, and you just look around, you're like. All the stores and the characters and the and most tavern and yeah, like most tavern. You're like oh my, and you go in most tavern and it's like oh my god, I'm in like the show. legitimately. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Um, I actually have said countless times that the bartender in most tavern in Springfield in Universal Studios, yes. Orlando or um, California. They have it in California. Yeah, they do, right? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually um, they're not identical replicas neither yeah they're designed a little yeah i forget I, I, we've been yeah, there yeah. but i mm-hmm. forget you know everything mushes but um these bartenders know their stuff they're on their game oh and my i goodness. always said like my brother that 
that would be his calling of a job. Ah, that's funny. Yeah. He'd be good at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he would love it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's Just that's where he about... should retire. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, he would and, love to retire to Springfield. Right. And they have TVs just constantly playing Simpsons skits and mm-hmm. all that. And so. it's funny because what we... So you could get the food. Like, so it's one big, like, area. So you have most tavern, then you walk inside this big cafeteria... And then it has all like the food. The yeah, Simpson stand. theme, like, like the chicken fast food restaurants. Yeah. yeah, so the, the pizza, whatever. Um, Krusty Burger. Yeah, they have Krusty Burger. Mm-hmm. The chicken waffle they have the, sandwich. Yes. Oh. Uh, they have Duff Beer. They do. And then what I was going to say, you just stole my... Sorry, that is yours. That, is yours. Um, that was messed up. One thing that... I guess like anytime people go certain place it's like all right this is like something i need to get right. every single time no matter we're what not foodies either we're not like big food people no so. no but like even in disney really i guess there's i mean certain I things one, that what was that my taco bowl oh yeah taco bowl never i can never have another taco bowl. but either. i guess like people be like oh you know i need to get a mickey pretzel or there's like the dole whip ice cream that they have i do always need a dole whip or whatever mm-hmm. um i it's like a must for me to get the chicken waffle sandwich yes. with the tater tots. I don't know what it is, but it's like I need to... Every time I go to Universal, that's like a must-do for me. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Like, you, you're you always like, all right, if we're going for two days to Universal, you're like, all right, we got to strategically plan when I'm getting this sandwich. And it comes to tater tots. Yep, yep. And I always... You'll run and be like, I'm going to grab napkins. I'm like, okay. And then I take some of your tater tots. Oh, oh I know. I know. I'm well aware. I, I see you do it. <laughs> um, and then do you know what my... Maybe my favorite hour in Universe Studios is. Your favorite hour? Yeah. Like the Not the line. hour it rains. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Do you re- we actually got stuck in Moe's Tavern. Yes. When it was when, pouring raining. When it was pouring raining, I mean, yeah. it's Orlando. It's Florida, yeah. so yeah. But what is your favorite but hour? It's like back-to-back combo. It's going to Springfield, okay. having my chicken waffles sandwich with tater tots. Mm-hmm. Like... Eating in Moe's mm-hmm. and following it up with like a three-minute walk to ride on ET. Oh. That's like my fit. Like if I can do one thing every single day for the rest of my life, oh. it would be that. It would literally be. You know what it yeah. would be for me? What would it be? I mean, the ride, I love the ET ride. Now we're getting a little off track, but I don't okay. even care. Like if I could just go into the forest, the queue line. Yeah. And just stand there and listen to the little beep, 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 boop, beep, the thing that comes up and mm-hmm. just smell the forest and just be engulfed in it. I'd be okay with that. I could feel mm-hmm. the air conditioning. I could smell the forest. <laughs> I could feel like E.T. coming ahead. Like, oh, man. I, I love All right. It. So this is another conversation for another episode. I and mean, I got us stuck on this. My you dad. Did, you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got I to gotta get us back on this Springfield train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. Tell no, that, that was, that like was my fault. There, no, I know, I know, I know. Right. But, yeah. I got it. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> um, but then there's a Simpsons ride, which is, like, amazing. I I love the, I guess it would be pre-show. Yeah. To the ride. Yeah, like, I the whole it queue so line fun. itself is, like, yeah. an experience. You're literally in, mm-hmm. you're in the show. It's cool. Yeah. So, uh, Bill, you're like a part of all of this. You really yeah. are. You will be forever linked with just making people happy and laugh. Yeah. Oh, and, my God. Laugh hysterical. Yeah. And all these characters that are just loved by... Right. Not, I was going to say like America, but not even. It's, it goes 
Oh, way, all yeah. Over the world. The world, for sure. Yeah. Um, like, who doesn't know about The Simpsons? Who? Um, people who need to come out from under the rock they live in. Right. And funny story about that is, remember when you were living under a rock and I kicked the rock over and I said, hey, come out and see The Simpsons? You're so corny. Anyway, no. Um, when Bill was first offered the job to work on The Simpsons, mm-hmm. he said... Um, the person who offered him the job was like, hey, there's an opportunity for a show called The Simpsons. Yeah. Don't know if you heard of it yet. Yeah. And like he's been with The Simpsons since like... Before it was anything. Yeah. When it was like weeks old. That's crazy. Like, think about that. Like, So, he... I was weeks old. Yes. And so was he to The Simpsons. Wow. Look at that. Wow. So you saying if there was no you, there'd be no... Bill? Yeah. More there'd be so? no... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but think about that. Can you actually think about somebody being like, hey, do you want to work on this show? Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called The Simpsons. Imagine. Like what? That's, That's like being, so I mean, funny. it's the same thing as being like, hey, I don't know if you, you know, want to help us build this place. It's called um, Disney. Right. Like, right. You know, or like, you know, help with these movies that, you know, yeah. uh, Walt Disney create. Like who, mm-hmm. like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that he... Like you said, has his fingerprints on both Disney, you know, artwork as yeah. well as Simpsons. Like yeah, and he's Universal, all over the place. And, yeah. yeah, and more. And that's just like yeah. the big, you know. And I mean, linked with the Beatles. That's insane. You know, he's yeah. Um, do you remember? Uh, I'd say it probably cost. Let me see, twenty-five cents a game. Probably <laughs> like eight dollars and twenty-five cents. Okay. But oh yeah, yeah. But we beat the Simpsons arcade Fun game station. in Fun Station in Staten Island. Fun Station, USA. <laughs> I was sweating. It was like two hundred and fourteen degrees. It's in that always place. so hot in that day. Oh place. my goodness! I don't know if it's because they have so many games and rides in one small area, but it's always like a thousand degrees in there. Yeah, but we we were there for whatever reason. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't. We're remember. like big children. This yeah, was years yeah, yeah. ago. This was like nine, ten years ago. Right, and we were there. And they had the Simpsons game. and The Simpsons was, arcade game. I mean, arcade. you know what it is. It's yeah. like oh, the four-player. Yeah. If you don't know, then... Yeah. Why no, even? everybody knows it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you literally were like, I'm beating this game right now. And you just kept... You had a, a pocket full of change, and you were just like... Oh, man. And we you went were real, off on You know that. what you were? You were well, a real 80s kid. Yeah, I was determined. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But we beat it, though. We wouldn't leave until we beat it. That's right. Um, even when they closed down at night and they came back the next morning, we were on the last level. And, and they were like, excuse me, uh, guys, you, you really got to go. And then we yeah. turned around and hissed at them. Oh, and they, they were like, all right, we'll lock it up. And then just, you know, when we open tomorrow, you guys can come out. And Imagine they would unplug the machine. Uh, they were not unplugging that machine. I would have went. I would have kicked that glass they were not. display case right yeah, in. That wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, geez. There was something else I was going to say. Now I forget. Sorry, we went on a little rant there. <laughs> but, um, oh, and, uh, there you go. Uh, another Simpsons arcade game. I mean, he was all over all of them, the illustrations of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Simpsons game on Nintendo. Yes, yes. Nintendo Entertainment System. You have that. I do have it. You have all the and games. That's it crazy. is, like, impossible to beat. But um, you had to, like, capture aliens. Right. And Bart Simpson was on a skateboard, and you had to spray paint things. Yes. And you actually had to, like, spray paint the aliens and then whatever and capture was them that, that way. and. I, I might be wrong, but because I don't totally know. But was that the game where you threw the paper on the like when you you skateboard and he like throws the paper? No, that was Paperboy. Oh, yeah. Whoa. But he was skateboarding. 
No, he was on a bike. He was on a bicycle. Wow. Sorry. See, I told you I don't know. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's. I mean, I was born when The Simpsons were made, so like obviously I was. Okay. I was a baby. Still not giving you a pass on that one. <laughs> Sorry. Still, still not. At least I know Paperboy, right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. In that game, also, it was like a little plumber guy, and you had to jump on the mushrooms and collect the coins. Shut and, your mouth. You know what I'm saying? It's like do 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 do. Oh, I don't get it stuck in my head. No. He does this. This. And then for whatever reason, I have this stuck in my head for days. And I'm just walking around the house by myself. And I'll just go. And then I'll go. Damn it, Greg. Yeah. If I mean, if you don't know, that's Mario Brothers. That I know. Super Mario Brothers. That I know. All right. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So, so that's the uh, the castle, like the castle song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, geez, there was more. I was gonna say now. Now I forget. I'm sorry. I know my stupidity <laughs> threw you off. Well, not my stupidity. Yeah. My my non knowledge of yeah, video games, basically from the 80s, 90s. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, I don't know. It might come to me, and I might remember it. But if not, what a great episode Mm -hmm. what a great way to kick off 2021 and uh i loved it i appreciated it i know you do and i know the listeners are gonna love all the i don't know just simpsons talk and disney talk and yeah definitely everything that he had to say everything is so interesting yeah and as much as like you can read on the internet about certain things it's not the same reading it as opposed to actually hearing no, it from the like, people who yes, did it because you could read it and it's just someone who writes the article but this is coming from like the source who actually created yeah this work so it's really cool yeah it's really you nice. know what actually i you know i, I have to find this answer out because i read also and if it's on the internet it has to be true yeah, right. so i probably even have to ask him because <laughs> everything on the internet it's true. obviously true but um they said the simpsons had four fingers on each hand because it was cheaper to pay i guess quicker to draw it and cheaper to something to illustrate it out of all things they skimp on fingers (laughs) i know (laughs) i know i wonder and then the uh also apparently the big man upstairs was the only simpson character to have five fingers huh who knows who knows because they were like well you can't obviously alter that or big woman i don't know well in the show yeah 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 but yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't know that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Bill knows. Yeah. We, we got to get him back on. To That's right. We want to do a part two. There you go. We so do. We'll do the part so two. much. Put it in so the notes. So much to talk about. Yeah. Put it in the notes for the questions. <clears throat> so uh, so what we learned today in this episode is go out there and get your Anything Goes tattoo <laughs> and send it over to us and you can get a special VIP tour of the Anything Goes podcast studios. So Listen, make sure you get it. This house... Is not fit for people right now. Yeah, well, deal with it because it's out there. <laughs> um, another cool thing about which we touched on briefly about Bill Marzen mm-hmm. is that he loves the paranormal. Yes. Yeah. And um, we didn't talk about that enough. No, he he knows of Staten Island, New York, Shaolin, and he says we have a good rep no matter good. what what people say about it because people only see us as nonsense shows that have gone on about people who 
supposedly live on Staten Island. Yeah. And that's not what Staten Island is. That's, that's, Staten Islanders hate those people. Yeah, we, we do. At least us, our kind of Staten Island. Right. And me and you are from two totally different sides of the island. Yeah, we so are. So it's not like, oh, well, this side, the South Shore, the North Shore. Like, it's, yeah. Right. But, um. Thanks for loving and helping our name of Staten Island. Yeah, boy. You know. And, uh, and, and we have a paranormal out in Staten Island. We do, yeah. We have, uh, we, it's on a previous episode. So yeah. You can go back and check it out. Chrysler Mansion. Mm-hmm. And they do, it's super, just, just Google Chrysler Mansion and look at the history. It's insane. Um, but they do paranormal, you know, tours there. And you can kind of go in with a paranormal person and it's pretty neat. Yeah. And, uh. We, we can make that happen for y'all. So let us know and we can hook it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, when I say y'all, I mean Bill. Yeah. We, we can Unless make that you happen. get a tattoo of Anything Goes. You if, you get, if you get a tattoo of Anything Goes podcast, um, Anything Goes with Greg and Alex, you'll get a VIP tour of the studio. If you get an Anything Goes podcast with Greg, you'll get a VIP no. tour of the Paranormal. Greg, a.k.a. Crazy Greg, a.k.a. Pooh Bear. What you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. All right. So so let these people go. Um, I don't want to take away from the interview. Yeah. It was so, so good. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. I can't wait for the part two. Oh, it's happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said he has a bunch of stuff that he is looking to... Do you know... What? How bad I want to just see it all. Oh, goodness. Well, he's going to have a website. Well, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So when that website gets going, we're going to get the word out. And we're going to help this stuff live on forever. And probably buy a lot of it. Oh, (laughs) yeah. For sure. Um, Your brother will be like, we need to build another room on the house. I know. (laughs) But, hey, when the time comes, we're going to talk. Definitely. Yeah. Um, anything else to say? I mean, there's so much more to say, but... I know. Well, that's why we have to have it. a part yeah. two. I'm with him on that. All right. So if you're with it, he's with it. I'm with it. That's, We're going to do yeah. it. And uh, one other thing he knows about, keep it or kill it. He does. Um, can I just drop one keep it or kill it for the new year of 2021? Okay, go. All right. So wait, like, introduce a segment. Um, so... Here's our segment. Keep it or kill it. And, and how do we, how does it go? Like, what's the rules of keep it or kill it? What's the concept? So you say a topic or a thing or whatever, right. uh-huh. and you either keep it or okay. you kill it. All right. If you don't like it. All right. So, what, you know, we have a whole year to get into this, but what I'm going to, you know, kick off the 2021 year, like we did with the Bill Morrison episode, is the keep it and kill it. I'm going to keep Crazy Greg and I'm going to kill Alex. So thank you all for listening. This is the Anything Goes Podcast. To be honest, I could only be so lucky. (laughs) Get me out of this hell. Well, here we are. Deal with it. That's abuse that I just gave you. Okay. Um, Real quick, who's your favorite Simpsons character? Um... My favorite Simpsons character. I just, I always love Maggie because she's so cute and then she's like crazy at the same time. Um, but I also, I mean, you gotta love, you gotta go classic Homer. Like yeah. he's just so stupid and funny. But I don't know. I, I've always liked Maggie for whatever reason. Right. Okay. Who's yours? 
Uh, there's so many. I know. I know. It's it's like hard there's so to... many that you know the side characters and the you know mm -hmm. it, there's just so many to look into. But yeah, if I had to go classic, mm. I know. But it's like, how can I not say Bart? I know. How can I not? I know. I was gonna, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. That's yeah. Usual, you know. Right, right. Um, one other similarity with us and Bill mm -hmm. is he illustrated horror movies. And boy, do we love our horror movies. We do. We have a Goodness. lot. Like, I know. I would say in common, but we didn't create anything really cool in that sense. We created this podcast. I know, but I mean in that sense. Okay. But like the things he made, we're like super interested in. So yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And then just the Disney stuff. I know we keep saying it, but my goodness. So awesome. So, oh my God. It's so awesome. Like we literally... Most likely, and I could almost put money on it, have a bunch of his illustrations in our house right oh, now. Oh, yeah. We, we do. do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we have, like, um, posters of the Disney movies and uh -huh, stuff like we that do. that we're going to yeah. hang eventually. Exactly. It's been three years, but we'll do it so, eventually. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Morrison, you're a lucky gal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here until part two. Yes. Um, this is the Anything Goes podcast. I am... Greg, a.k.a. Crazy Greg, a.k.a. Pooh Bear. Check, check, one, two. I am Alex, a.k.a. Just Alex, a.k.a. Mrs. Pooh Bear. All right. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I just felt like I had to do something. I never <laughs> do. Figured I would I would go crazy for all you out there. Hey, why not? 2021, this <laughs> is how we right. do it. So uh, Live it up. All right. Oh, one final thing for you all. Um, Bill put out the other competition. Um, go on the Oliver and Company poster. Yes. I've literally lit. It's been, like we said, we did this interview a little while ago. Mm -hmm. I've been looking at this poster. We can't find it. I can't. We can't. He hit it so well, and I'm going to keep yeah. looking. So the Oliver and Company poster, get on there and try to find where his secret um, hidden message of his name is. Yeah. That's what he does. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all right. Thank you all for listening. Once again, the San Thingos podcast. Hit us up. Let us know. Hit uh, hit Bill up. He's on that social media. Yeah. So we're going to tag that to this episode. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll link it up and you get on it and tell him how awesome he is. Yeah. Because he deserves to hear it. That's right. <laughs> um, so, Bill, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You already made 2021 like the best year ever for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, Starting I don't know. it off right. Yeah. It only goes one way from here. Well, if we started off this good, it's going to be tough. Oh, I didn't want to say which way, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a tough we'll one. We'll leave that up to you to decide. Hopefully it'll just stay at this plane yeah. the whole time. <laughs> oh, one final thing. Simpsons movie. I loved it. <gasps> yes. So we'll leave it at that. It was good. Until next time, thank you once again to everyone for listening. Mm -hmm. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Chris51... I know you enjoyed it. Yes. <laughs> so I'll give you a special shout out too. He's like Mr. Simpson as well. Mm -hmm. um, all right. That's that. Uh, until next time, be good, be crazy, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Anything Goes podcast with Greg and Alex. See you real soon. Suckers.